0: You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 124. Do something different. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, mama, welcome to the show. We are so close to 2021, and I'm so excited because 2021 is my year of fun. I mentioned in last week's episode that fun is my word of the year for 2021, and I encourage you to choose a word of the year too. A lot of my fellow life coaches were commenting in our Facebook group last week about the words that they've chosen. Words like trust, commitment, freedom, unstoppable, bold, ease, and permission. One of my clients chose the word discomfort. And thank you to Jackie, who left her word hopeful in the comments on last week's show notes. I also want to give a shout out to Krista Diego for leaving a review of the show on Apple Podcasts. The title of her review was Loved Goal Setting Podcast. That was episode 122. And she wrote, Pam makes it clear, simple, and doable. Love that. Thank you so much, Krista. I try to make these episodes clear, simple, and doable because I know how busy and overwhelmed moms feel, and so the last thing they want is a long, drawn-out, or complicated show to digest each week. My style of coaching is very similar. No fluff, just clear, simple, and doable. And hopefully today's show will be no different, even though the title literally says, do something different. So let's get into today's topic. You're probably familiar with the famous Albert Einstein quote that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. You can probably think of an argument or a problem that occurs in your relationship with your child again and again in exactly the same way with a predictable outcome. For example, let's suppose that every day after school, your son complains about doing his homework. So you nag, make threats, and lecture him on the importance of doing well in school. In response, he digs his heels in even further and refuses to do his work, which upsets you even more. So you lash out at him by yelling. Feeling defeated, he goes to his room and slams the door. It happens the same way every single time. You wonder why he doesn't change and reason that you just need to nag, threaten, lecture, and yell more to get him to do what you want. But more of the same clearly isn't working. In fact, it's making things worse. Here's a situation from my own life. When Marissa was a toddler, she used to become clingy after we'd been apart. She'd sometimes hang on me, follow me around, or talk incessantly in an effort to connect. I wanted a little bit of time to shift back into mommy mode after being apart from her, and I became irritated by her clinginess, which led me to withdraw from her. Whenever I tried to create some space between us, she experienced even greater disconnection and became even more needy and upset, and then I got more irritated. See the pattern here? I couldn't understand why she wouldn't stop when I had made it perfectly clear that I wanted space. Then I tried something different. I remember it vividly. Marissa was three, and I had left her with a babysitter to run some errands. When I returned home, she greeted me enthusiastically. I needed to use the bathroom, so I said a quick hello and started up the stairs. Marissa followed me and clung to my leg, literally clung to my leg, as I tried to walk. And I felt that sense of annoyance rise up in me as I asked her to let go of my leg. When she didn't, instead of yelling, I did something different. I sat down on the step and looked straight into her eyes. You really missed mommy, didn't you? I asked. She nodded and immediately quieted down. I missed you too, I said, and gave her a big, long hug. Then I told her, Mommy has to go to the bathroom and then I'll come back downstairs to play with you. I was amazed when she just happily went back to the babysitter until I returned. All she needed was that feeling of connection and for me to change our pattern of interacting. It sounds so simple, but often we aren't able to see how we're contributing to the problem. We think that if we just keep doing more of the same, eventually they'll see the light and change their behavior. Not so much. We need to do something different to change the pattern because we're the only person we can control. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions. So in order to do something different, you need to think something different. In that moment with Marissa, my thought changed from she's being a problem to she's having a problem. I saw the situation from her point of view and shifted my feeling from annoyed to understanding in a split second. That's all it took. One thought, one feeling, different result. What situation keeps coming up over and over again in your relationship with your child that you view as a problem? Stick to the facts only. My child walks away from me. My child doesn't eat her food. My child hit his little brother. What's your usual way of handling it? That's your action. Now ask yourself what feeling is driving that action. Is it frustration, anger, guilt, Shame, inadequacy, or powerlessness, identify the emotion you feel whenever you're in that situation. There's likely to be more than one, so choose the one you feel most strongly. Next, identify the thought that's creating that feeling. Remember, it's never the situation that causes your feeling, it's your thought about it. What's the sentence that runs through your mind every time that situation occurs? Maybe it's, This shouldn't be happening. There's something wrong with my child. There's something wrong with me. I suck at parenting. He's so disrespectful. She never listens. Whatever it is, that's the thought that needs to shift. That's the thought that's keeping you stuck. Most people have trouble changing their thoughts because they don't even recognize them as thoughts in the first place. They think they're facts. Once, when I pointed out to a client that her thought was just a thought, she said, It's like you're telling me it's dark outside when the sun is out. (laughs) That's exactly how it can feel when you're trying to change a belief. And that's why having a coach to help you wiggle and shift those beliefs can be so helpful and makes the process of changing your thoughts, feelings, actions, and results so much easier and faster. The next time you find yourself in the same dance with your child, think. Something different. It can be anything as long as it's different from what you've been thinking and you genuinely can believe it. Your brain will automatically go to its default thought, but now that you're aware of it and aware of the feeling it creates, you'll be able to catch it in the moment and change the pattern. In my experience with Marissa, I needed to do the exact opposite of what I had been doing. I needed to connect rather than withdraw. Had I tried to do that without changing my thought and feeling first, it would have been fake, forced, and unnatural. But because I really believed my new thought and genuinely felt understanding, the action just came easily to me. This is part of what makes my coaching unique and creates lasting transformation. When you focus on changing your behavior but never change your thoughts, you stay confused about what actions to take and often end up right back where you started. If you find yourself dealing with the same situation over and over and you want help getting unstuck, now is the perfect time to work with me. I offer a free consultation so we can talk about your specific situation and customize a plan that's just for you. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini to get started and have a wonderful holiday. I'll talk to you soon, Mama. Bye-bye.